Hello, hello, hello. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the next episode of the Kingsmith Podcast. Kingsmith, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hosted by yours truly. I'm sorry. Zach King and this guy. Nathan Smith. And this guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, hold on. I gotta get in the spirit, Nathan. Ooh. You need to get in the spirit? I need to get in the spirit. Okay. Uno momento, He's unoing. While he's unoing, momentoing. And por favoring, uh, we're going to be talking about a couple different things here today. We're going to be talking about Mary and Joseph. This is part one of our Christmas episode, probably two-parter, maybe even three, depending on if we feel like it. Ooh. Here we go. Now we're in the uh, Christmas spirit. Yeah, I like it. Oh, ow. Hi. Hey, we're what's kinda, up, buddy? We're, we're kind of a little close here. Hey, how's it going? That's your fault. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm kind of like a roly poly. For those of you uh, listening through Spotify, Zach just about died. Uh, <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So. So. We are talking about the Christmas. Yes, we are talking about Christmas. So, Nathan. Yes, Zach. We need to talk about a couple characters in Christmas that I don't think get a lot of recognition. Mm, who might that be? Well, one of them gets a whole lot more recognition than the other. Nathan. Mm. Again, who might that be, Zach? <coughs> Pardon me. Ah, he's dying. My lungs are resetting. Yep. See, see, I have asthma. So if you all are, for you gamers out there, for you online gamers... My lungs are like that one player with bad internet connection, like just <laughs> constantly logging out, logging back in. Like go, 400 ping. Yeah. You go over to their house, you play their game on their internet, it's like super pixelated. Ooh. <laughs> You're like jumping all around. It's like Halo desync. Yeah. Brody. Lots of lag. Oh, well, ain't nobody want that. I know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, we're talking about Christmas. Who are the three most important characters in Christmas? Jesus. Jesus. Mary. Mary. And Herod. Eh. <laughs> He's probably number... Like, number four. <laughs> number like four, maybe five. Technically, he fulfills prophecy. <laughs> Three point five. Three and a half. Three and a half. All right, Joseph. We'll give you your uh, your recognition. <laughs> you use the Kingdom Hearts numbering system of, hey, we're gonna oh, drag gosh. this. We're gonna drag this saga as long as possible. We're gonna add so many different stories to <laughs> overcomplicate so many other things, or we're just gonna fulfill prophecy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So obviously, mm-hmm. the he on the human like on the more human side, we got Mary. Uh, Joseph, yeah, obviously Herod, Jesus is there too. Yep. Uh, like, like the very end, but you know. <laughs> he's there. He's, he's there. He's, he's there. there. Um, but obviously I said one one of these characters overshadows the other one in a big way. Okay. Who do you think overshadows who, Nathan? I think Mary overshadows everybody. Mary overshadows everybody. Yeah. That's my opinion, though. Yeah, I'm welcome to it. You're welcome to it. It's not an entirely wrong opinion. I'll say that. What's your opinion? My opinion is, of course, you know, Jesus is just. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you set me up for failure, man. <laughs> kind of, but not really. Yeah. But um, come on, bro. Yeah. He was a baby. <laughs> yeah, but he's also God, so kind of a big baby deal. Baby God. <laughs> kind of a big deal there, buddy. Isn't that what Hulk said? Puny, not baby God, puny God. I mean, by technicality, say he was physically small. But, like, you know, the song, My God is So Big. Yeah. I don't want to think about it too hard. <laughs> anyway. So, Let's go bad theology. <laughs> yeah. Your, your opinion isn't technically wrong, though. Mary does tend to overshadow. The first two years of Jesus' life, Mary overshadows. Yeah. Okay, so... Why would it be wrong, Nathan, to uh, to esteem Mary higher than, you know, Joseph? You want me to go to Luke chapter 1, don't you? Yeah. So, the reason why is because, A, Jesus is the only mediator um, for our sins, um, and, oh, I just kick the camera lens sorry um why were you kicking the camera lens that's i mean uh, the stand the tripod it's right in front of me um but no uh the reason why i i say that um the the reason why it's a danger to put mary above jesus or at the same level of jesus as many do is because okay Say she was. Let's play devil's advocate using logic. And I think this is a point that you brought up a few days ago, and it really stuck with me. Um, But if Mary were perfect, if Mary were holy, as a lot of people claimed, which being holy, part of the definition is perfect. Right. um, Perfectly set aside for God. um, Why would Jesus need to come to earth? and die for our sins if there was already somebody who was perfect. Exactly. Like, it doesn't... That's not how that works. And if you look at any of Paul's writings, Uh um, he never mentions Mary as the mediator. Uh Um, He always says Jesus mediates for our our sins, Um, mediates for us Uh to God. Right. So you can't pull that out of context. But a lot of people say, oh, Mary's holy. Mary is all of this. Mary is all that. Let's actually look at what Mary self-identified herself as in Luke chapter 1. Um, mm-hmm. I believe it's Luke 1 where the Magnificat is. Maybe it's Matthew. Well, while you're looking that up, I'm going to kind of go through it. I'm going to go through my point of view. Oh, I got it right here. I'm ready when you're ready. I'm, okay. So to elevate Mary, to say that she is a mediator... Like like Nathan said, yes, if she is a mediator to Jesus or to you God. Know, to God in general, why does Jesus need to be here? That, that eliminates one of the reasons Jesus needs to be here, mm-hmm. and also it eliminates some of the purpose of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. So. Some it, of some of some of it, yeah. yes. It, not saying the Holy Spirit is without purpose, but it does eliminate one of the reasons He is here. Mm-hmm. Which is to carry our prayers up to the Lord, you know, right? Up to Himself. <clears throat> um, 
Second of all, if you're elevating Mary to be holy, people are going to ask, well, then is Mary a part of the Godhead? And if you say yes, yeah, that's, that's now. That's, that's, that would even be heretical from a Catholic teaching. Yes. That, that's, <laughs> that's heretical. Although it's from, from our From our point of view and from many other denominational points of view is there is no record mm-hmm. of Jesus did not say <coughs> I, the father, the mother are one, you know. That would be weird. That's the most woke thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I, the father, and the mother are one. Yeah. What's next? Like the gender queer, like daughter or something like that? Like, I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> and, but anyway. Um, Sorry. Yeah. But um, anyway, saying that there's a fourth member of the Godhead when there's. It's very clear. Self identify as many. Yeah. <laughs> when it's very clear that there are there's a limit of three there 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 is three there's no one mm-hmm. mentioned no one other mentioned yeah yeah that's it and yeah even Mary as Nathan will read here in a moment yeah I've got to pull up if Mary was the fourth member of the Godhead awkward she would have said so yeah and it would have further cemented Jesus did not need to come because we already have one member of the Godhead, Godhead present on the planet. Why do we need two? And right. why did one need? And why did one of them need to die? Right. Over the other. Does that make sense? What? What? Yeah. That, that, the, well, and I think some people would argue. You know, the Book of Isaiah pretty clearly states he was crushed for, or. He was crushed for our sin, sins. He was bruised for our iniquities. Yes. And so a lot of people in that crowd would say, well, it had to be Jesus because of Isaiah's prophecy. Well, okay, well, if it's Isaiah's prophecy that we're going by, um, there's only one person eligible to be able to do any of that, not two. Right. And so, um, and it says he, very specifically he. Yes. Not she. Or they. Or th- or anything else that people want to try to identify. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> as funny as that is, that is an important distinction nowadays. Right. But let's let's read the Magnificat. Let's get into scriptures. So Luke right. one forty six. Um, this is out of the ninety five NASB. Mary said, "My soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior, for He has re- had regard for the humble state of His bond slave." For behold, from this time on all generations will count me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is upon generation after generation toward those who fear him. He has done mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in the thoughts of their heart. He has brought down rulers from their thrones. He has exalted those who are humble. He has filled the hungry with good things. He has sent away the rich empty-handed. He has given help to Israel and his servant, in the remembrance of his mercy, he has spoke as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his descendants forever. And then Mary stayed with uh, Elizabeth for about three months. So, okay, there is so much that is jam-packed in here, Zach. I don't think people realize this. Right. We were saying this in youth group the other night. How many passages 
did Mary quote? All of them. I, okay. A lot. Well, at the very end, at the very minimum, she's quoting, uh, not quoting, she's summarizing the book of Exodus in like two verses. Yep. She's, um, she's quoting Psalms multiple different times. Mm-hmm. Um Quote, she's referencing, making references all the way back to Genesis. Right. Um, and let's, let's get one thing clear about the, 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 you mentioned the prophecy in regards to Herod. Mm-hmm. She's quoting stuff from Genesis. And I, I think I mentioned this with, with the youth group. Right. If, if there are prophecies in Genesis, which yes. there are, Genesis 3, as the promise 3. of a redeemer. Yes, it does. So and, she would have had to she would have had to know that. And, and Sorry. Depend yeah, depending on how long it was from Genesis three to, you know, John the accounts in the go- in the four gospels uh-huh. of Jesus' birth. Yeah. Uh, depending on your, whether you think the Bible, the Earth is like six thousand, or you know ten thousand years old, ten thousand years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, at a minimum, at a minimum, because it's been two thousand years since Jesus has come and died. Uh huh. At a minimum, the events of Genesis three and the events of Jesus's birth are four thousand years apart. Yes. At a minimum. At a minimum. So that means, that means for y'all at home, the promise of a redeemer was made four thousand years before Jesus was even born. And she would have known that. And she would have known that. Well, and it also, if you look back at the beginning of the book of Luke, um, excuse my uh, lagging lungs. <laughs> you're fine. I'm gonna make that joke indefinitely because it's hilarious. Um. Oh, let's see. The Jesus birth. When you go to Jesus' birth uh, foretelling, mm-hmm. um, it says uh, the angel Gabriel was sent. This is verse twenty-six. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man who was whose name was Joseph, um, one of the descend of the descendants of David, and the virgin's name was Mary and. Uh, Gabriel, here we go, and coming in, he said to her, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was very perplexed at the statement and kept pondering what kind of sit, uh, salutation this was. Uh, I'm, sorry, I'm gonna, my phone just like freaked out here I'm, for a I'm second. Gonna, I'm going to stop you there for, for one moment. And and further discredit the whole Mary is the fourth part of the Godhead, uh-huh. <laughs> even though I think we, we've made it pretty clear. Gabriel there Ooh, says, I want to keep going with that one. Greetings, favored one. Yes. Not greetings, Lord. Not or greetings, Holy One. Or greetings, Holy One. It's his favored one. Yes. And in the Magnificat, it, Mary she says, calls herself her bond slave of the Lord. A bond slave of the Lord. And not she holy says, of the Lord. And she says, "I am blessed by the Lord, not I yes. am blessed by myself." That's really weird. That would be kind of awkward. Yeah. Can you bless yourself? Like if you sneeze, can you? <laughs> no. Uh, <coughs> Sorry. Hey, bless yourself. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> it was like in the name of the Zach and the King and the I don't know. It's 
And the third insert, third thing about me here. I don't know. Like the Chiefs, like. <laughs> and the names of Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, and Pat Mahomes. <laughs> That's heretical. Don't do <laughs> What about Taylor Swift? <laughs> no. She's. <laughs> Wait, that's Mary. No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but but Luke one verse thirty, um, the angel said to her, "Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God." If she was holy, she wouldn't have had to find favor. Right. Um, Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Je- Jesus. He will be. Great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob awesome. forever, and his kingdom yeah. will have no end. Think about how packed is that statement. Somebody think about that for like two seconds here. He will be called Great and will be called Son of the Most High. I believe that's quoting Isaiah chapter 7. And the Lord will give, God will give him. Son the throne Lord. of his father David, which is Second uh, Samuel chapter. Is that Second Samuel seven as well? I think so. Yeah, um, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. <laughs> Guys, what's the house of Jacob? Substitute that for Israel, and his yeah. kingdom will have no end. Going back to the promise that was made to David, again. And then what's Mary's response? Mary says, I bet. Literally, she says, okay, how can this be since I'm a virgin? The angel answered and said, where the Holy Spirit will come upon you, the, the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Yes. Hold on. It says the Holy Spirit will come upon you, not in and of your own power. I'm yeah. Sorry, we're just going to. I'm just going to keep harping on this until you got Oh, you go for it, man. I'm all right with that. But the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. And then John's going to be born, and nothing's impossible with God. And Mary says, all right, let's do it. She says, behold, the bond slave of the Lord. May it be done according to your word. What does that tell you, Zach, about Mary? Uh, one, obviously, Mary did not consider herself equal to God. No, obviously, because she says bond slave of the Lord. Obviously, the the Bible says the Bible makes clear that Mary is not God at all. Yeah, through these two passages. Yep. If you all haven't yep. gotten that by now, <laughs> I, I just stop listening. If you have, <laughs> like the rest of the episode won't be for you. Rewind, listen to that first part again, and then continue. Exactly. But think about Mary. Everyone's like, oh, Mary's this soft and docile individual, this, you know, 16-year-old, 17-year-old girl. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me right now? Mary has got to be the toughest woman that ever lived. She is as redneck, tough, like hard as nails type of woman that you will. Somebody find me this woman. Is there a modern-day version of this? Probably not. Oh, man. If there is, I tell you what. I need to marry her on the spot. <laughs> hey, let's not forget. Who prompted Jesus to turn the water into wine? Uh, who did? 
Mary. Was it Mary? It was Mary. It was Mary. <laughs> because she were, knows what's up, bro. They were at a wedding, <laughs> and she walks up to him. I'm gonna be Mary. I'm not a woman. Okay, I'm gonna be in Mary's stead. Okay. And Nathan's I'm not be, Jesus. There's no. <laughs> no. We are. We are in this. We are. This is a acting. King, this is a Kingsmith reenactment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, son. Uh, the the promoter just told me that they ran out of wine. Could you could you make some? I mean, I don't know, mom. Like, what do you think? Like, uh, yeah, okay. Hey, hey, servants, come here. Go to him. He'll tell you what to do. Well, and that's oh. what she does. That's legit what Mary does. She just tells the slaves to go to Jesus. I thought you were gonna get mad at me and use your mom voice and everything. I don't have a mom voice. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what I was going for. <laughs> Jesus, don't you talk back to me. <laughs> Boy, that family dynamic must have been fun. I am your mother. <laughs> well, I'm your creator. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That Jesus would be is, so disrespectfully true. <laughs> I'm just saying Jesus could have got on the way with a whole lot. I created you, mom. He could have gotten away with a whole lot, but he didn't. That's so awkward. <laughs> because he was perfect. If oh, I were in Jesus' shoes, I would have been like, hey, I'm your creator. I'm so Sit glad down. I'm not God. <laughs> I would have used that to my advantage so many times. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like you having the force from Star Wars. I knew you when I created the foundations of the earth, Mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like it was like it's like being a a force filter in Star Wars. I was like I, I'm like, I want to be a Jedi, but I'm 100% sure and I've misused the Force in some way and they kicked me out. Anyway, sidetrack. Okay, so you would be Darth Vader, is what you're telling me. Probably, yeah. We would all turn into Darth Vader, though. If we... Anyway, well, how did we do this? Um, but, oh, yeah, yeah, Mary. She is so tough. Like, okay, so what happens after Jesus is born? They lose him for three days. Well, that's, well, that's, that's, that's later, later, later. That's, that's later. <laughs> so, like, okay, so Jesus is born. She goes to the temple after a few days with him, and then that's awesome. And then they go to Nazareth for a bit. Now, why did they go to Nazareth? And the book of Luke is just like, all right, cool. When they performed everything according to the law, they went back to Nazareth. Mm-hmm. But let's go to the Matthew account. Of how they actually got to Maz- Mazareth? Nazareth. Mazareth. <laughs> it's Nazareth, that's your known uh, younger cousin. Mazareth. Um, okay, so you have the visit of the Magi in Bethlehem, by the way. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm going to point this out. Most nativities, most nativity sets are wrong. Yeah, most right of here. them are. Most of them are wrong. Most nativity sets will have Mary, Joseph... Some and, and a wood stall, which is wrong in and of itself because no, they were probably in a cave. Yeah, most likely it was a cave. <laughs> and a wood maybe stall. even a hobbit hole. Yeah, and, and a hole in the ground. And a, but they're in a in like a wood pen type of thing, with like a cow, a sheep. I uh, like sheep. Uh, maybe a maybe a camel that's already lying down, and then off to the side you'll have the three wise men walking up on. Yep. Their, rolling up on their, uh, you know, prime. Yeah, Amazon Prime camels. Baba black sheep, have you any wool? No. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm sorry. Mm. So now we get to the Matthew account, right? Yeah. Um, 
Uh, this is Matthew two thirteen. Yeah, the the oh, Matthew. Sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. Before before he gets the Matthew, the distracted Miss Prime. Amen. Uh, the the Magi or the three wise men. Well, okay. First of all, three is probably a a a bad number. Although we only right. get a record of three gifts, there were probably uh, a dozen or so. I'd say yeah. or half a dozen. Yeah. We there is an indeterminate number of wise men here, and we don't know how many of them gave several duplicates of gifts. Right. So they Mary and Joseph probably had a lot of gold, which would have been useful, which would be useful to them. And then at their next stop, which is Nathan, go ahead. Egypt, technically speaking. Egypt. Um. So. Uh, Matthew two thirteen. Now, when they had gone, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, "Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him." So Joseph got up and took the child and his mother while it was still night and left for Egypt. Uh, he remained there until the death of Herod. So Herod had to die. So this would have been a little bit of time, although Herod was an old dude. Um, this was to fill what had been spoken of the Lord. Uh, by the Lord, through the prophet, out of Egypt, I called my son. Uh, the prophet Isaiah, by the way. Um, Herod's uh, chapter 16, uh, sorry, verse 16. Okay, so. He remained in Egypt till the death of Herod. Now, there is a little bit of an explanation here of what happened during Herod when he was still alive. During so, Herod? During here, well, uh, this point where it says, "Okay, you know, remain there, blah da 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 da." So, then when Herod saw that he had been tricked by the Magi, he became very enraged and slew all the male children who were in Bethlehem and all the vicinity, for two years old, from two years old and under, according to the time which had been determined from the Magi. Guys, verse sixteen is congruent with verse thirteen. Mm-hmm. It goes together. That's what. It's an explanation. Verse 16 is an explanation of verse 13. Okay? It's because the angel of the Lord appears to... That's interesting. Right. In the Old Testament, the angel of the Lord is always referred to as Jesus. Ooh. So the angel of the Lord appeared to... I'm not going to go into that because I don't understand enough about that. Uh, um, uh, hold that thought until... Our, that's a future. Uh, that's our, a comeback to discussion of like angelology and the angel of the Lord and. Well, that's going to take a while, guys. <laughs> that's going to be a multi-part show. Um. Uh, so then, you know, when Herod realized he got tricked by the Magi, if you guys remember, the Magi took a different way back home so that Herod doesn't get all crazy, which means that the Magi believed. By the way, um, right. Which is incredible. I think we're awesome. going to see the Magi in heaven. I won't be surprised. Oh, I think there's a 95% chance. I'm pretty convinced. All right. But when Herod sees that he'd been tricked, he gets upset and kills all the male children that are under two years old. So Jesus had to have huh. been at most two years old. Like, so many things have happened so quick huh. in this time frame. <laughs> Interesting. Um, and obviously, Herod killing all the male children under two years old is a direct parallel to what the pharaoh did in Egypt. Mm-hmm. At like the beginning of Exodus slash tail end of Genesis. Oh, yeah. Because, it's horrible. And that's what sets Moses adrift in, in the basket. Yes. And obviously Jesus 
to to Egypt. But, so many parallels. Yeah, but Nathan, you mentioned someone. <clears throat> There's another part in this like dynamic, this family dynamic. You mentioned mm-hmm. uh, Joseph, the adoptive earthly father of Jesus. Yes. Uh, obviously, for for like the first part, up until Jesus is born, and probably until he's. You know, until until he's twelve ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary is obviously the drive the driving character, the central character, I'd yes. say, in in the story, yes. in the narrative. Yes. But let's not forget uh, about Joseph. Jesus is a, you know earthly father, the man who raised him while he was right while while he was a child well, here on earth. I mean, the angel appeared to Joseph, not to yeah. Mary. The angel appeared to Joseph. Uh, in this uh, in this passage. In this, in this passage, yes. In Matthew two. But let's not forget that Gabriel also appeared to Joseph. Yes. Because if we go back to the beginning, and if you Nathan, if you want to read that, you can go back. But I'm going to summarize it. So if go we for go it. Back, you if go we for go it. back to when Mary was told about Jesus being her being becoming pregnant with Jesus, the Holy Spirit coming onto her. Uh, we don't know who else she told, but one of the people she did tell was Joseph. Joseph and Elizabeth at the minimum. Joseph and Elizabeth at the minimum. Yeah. Well, Elizabeth's baby told Elizabeth, in a way. I think there was a little bit more divine going on, but yes. Yes. I agree. I I like that idea. In a way, John, John the Baptist. Yeah. In a way, John the Baptist told... Uh, Elizabeth, his mother, through reacting in her womb, yeah, to to Jesus. Anyway, yeah, but um, so right after Mary, probably right after Mary knew, she probably told Joseph. Yeah, and this is the right thing to do, according, uh, in my opinion, it would have been. It's right for Mary. It was, it's right for Mary. It was right for Mary to tell Joseph. Yeah, yeah. Because she's well, he's her future husband, and and he already knew too. I mean, he was told by all well, of the angels and everything what was going on. So no, no, not until Mary after Mary told him, because remember when yeah. he when he found out when he found yeah yeah when yeah, he found yeah, out yeah you're right you're right he you're was right. gonna go. In private. And divorce. And divorce. Which, by the way, speaks to Joseph's character. That's That's, why that's included. That's what I was about to say. It speaks to Joseph's character overall as a person. Mm -hmm. Not only as a man who respects the law of Moses, who respects all the the, Ten Commandments and all the stuff we see in Leviticus, Deuteronomy, basically in the Pentateuch. So keeping going with Joseph, and actually I'm really glad you, you, you interjected there. Um, when we were going through Matthew 16, because Joseph gets really important here. Right. So Matthew 2.17, this is right after all the babies have been slaughtered. Then what had been spoken through Jeremiah, the prophet had been fulfilled. A voice was heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and she refused to be comforted because they were no more. But when Herod died, so now we're past the congruent fra- for, uh, uh, phase of this of this chapter. So now it's moving forward. Right. So when Herod died, behold, an angel of the Lord. Oh, it says an angel. Okay. Okay. So, uh, appeared in t- a dream to Joseph 
in Egypt. So while Mary and Joseph were in Egypt, Joseph gets uh, a dream and an angel from God is there. And he says, get up, take the child and his mother and go into the land of Israel for those who sought the child's life are dead. Okay, but that's not Nazareth. Right. Because Jesus was prophesied to be a Nazarene. Well, the Bible explains this. Uh, Verse 21, So Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. But when he had heard that Archelaus... Archelaus? However you say say that name. Archie boy was reigning over Judea in place of his father, Herod. He was afraid to go there. I'd be a little bit afraid, too. All of us would be. But after being warned by God in a dream... He left for the regions of Galilee and came and lived in a city called Nazareth. And that was to fulfill what had been spoken by the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it's important. Um, being a Nazarene is not the same as being a Nazarite. Yes, there's two different. In fact, that's actually mistranslated in some ways. In some in, ways, in some yeah. old that's, Testament books. There, there are two different things here. Of the number, Numbers chapter six is the Nazarite vow, I think. Yeah, of course. Don't eat you, grapes. If you all remember being a Nazarite, or in yes, like, you're so right, a Nazarite. The, the Nazarite vows that Nathan mentioned in Numbers is what Samson, the judge. Did. Broke every single rule in his life, or what <laughs> Samson was supposed to follow in his life. But, but we see throughout Samson's life that he he broke cut his every, hair, every single rule. He used a donkey's jawbone, which he wasn't supposed to touch. He killed how many people? He never did the cleansing stuff. He never did the cleansing stuff. He that we know ate of. from he ate from the lion's carcass. Oh, he. He he used a donkey's jawbone. He drank wine. He married a, a Philistine. He was having it with the ladies, man. Right. He was a ladies' man. Um, he. Man, can he give us some of that riz? I wish. <laughs> uh, he. We have to be Nazarites too, though. Yeah, he had. He. I'm assuming he biblically knew Delilah at least once. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm not going to go there. We're not going to go there. And, of course, the last vow that he broke was cutting his hair because he was just that smitten with Delilah that he was like, hey, oh, final. Hey, oh, there, Delilah. This, this is, is your, your ex-boyfriend, okay. Samson. By the way, I killed you. He probably killed her, by the way, in that. Yeah. When he knocked down the temple. Right. Or Dagon's party house essentially right. is what it was but anyway yeah. so take on being a too. so and everything and name only samson was supposed to be a nazarite supposed to be he failed <laughs> miserably <laughs> name only i like that <laughs> and name only samson was being a nazarite being a nazarene means you're from the the village of nazareth yep which was a middle of nowhere podunk town. Like we're talking probably population of five hundred at most. I think a thousand. I, I was gonna say I don't know if it was that but little but is but, that Isaiah chapter seven where it talks about the shoot? Yeah, but whenever 
whenever there is doubt in Jesus, it always mentions, isn't just Jesus from Nazareth? Nazareth is always said in a condescending light. So isn't this, yeah. isn't this, this guy from the middle of nowhere, the son of a carpenter? Because legally speaking, Jesus was uh, Joseph's son. Right. Uh, sorry, it wasn't Isaiah 7. I think it's right. 40 or something like that. I mean, uh, I'm going to find it. But uh, if I could get back to yep, yep. to Joseph for a minute, and that's continuing summarizing Joseph's part of the story. Anyway, Joseph. Yeah. So after Joseph finds out, he the next day he's like, okay, I'm going to go separate from... He's like, I don't want Mary killed, so I'm going to go separate myself from her in private. Mm-hmm. Although, at the very least, she would have... She would have, at the very least, she would have been chased out of town anyway, because eventually people would have noticed. Eventually, what's that? Eventually, people would have noticed that. I'm looking for script. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, that she would have been with child and right, not with a man. So, at the very least, she would have been run out of town, and if it came out that he left her, and that she had not cheated on him, he probably would have been stoned and ran out of town too because in in one respect, it would have been seen as he would have been abandoning her Mm -hmm. after, you know, giving her a child before before time. Oh, I see a 53. That's all right. Anyway, so it it was lucky for... But yeah, so Joseph... It it speaks to Joseph's character that he was... He was like, I'm going to do this in private. Right. Absolutely. I'm going to dismiss her in private. And before that, the, uh, Gabriel comes to Joseph and it's like, hey. Hey, by the way, actually, hey, go hey, marry her. Hey, hey, uh, stop now. Slow your roll. It was God that got her. Yeah, the, Lord, the, Lord the Lord enabled it to happen, yeah. The Lord enabled it to happen. Yeah. So go ahead and marry her. Raise, raise the Son of God as mm-hmm. your own. Bloody, bloody, blah. Jesus is born. He takes him to Egypt at two years old. Takes him to Jerusalem at twelve. Loses him for three days. How do you lose the Messiah? That How? prayer, that prayer must have been awkward. That, hey God, by they, the way, they prayed. Uh, I lost your son. I know, Lord. I by lost the way, your son, you're only begotten. Uh, lost him for help a few us days. Find him. <laughs> we, we forgot to put that air tag on him. We need spiritual GPS location. <laughs> so they, so they hoof up back to Jerusalem and find Jesus in the temple, and they were like, "Dude, what the heck?" And he's just like, "What? <laughs> what, mom?" He was just like, "What?" I'm in my mama's temple. I'm in my father's temple. <laughs> well, Sorry, that's some woke. Now I did it. Now you, did. Now you got me doing it. <laughs> well, uh, so yeah, Isaiah 53, I finally found it. Uh, Isaiah 53, too, for he grew up like a tender shoot and like a root out of parched ground. He had no stately form or majesty that we should look upon him, nor appearance that we should be attracted to him. Um, that part where it talks about the tender shoot, it's either the tender shoot or the Excuse me. The parched ground, it talks, uh, 
the word is very similar in Hebrew to that of Nazareth or mm -hmm. something like that. And so a lot of people actually say that there's a misinterpretation there. Right. Um, and, and should say instead of parched ground, it should be Nazareth, um, the city, which mm -hmm. I could buy that theory. But at the same time, it's also like, but Nazareth was also like Redneckville. Like right. it probably was pretty parched. <laughs> right. And in, in, at least in terms of people. <laughs> okay. So Yeah. That just tells you how tough Mary and Joseph had to yeah. be, man. And I'm gonna say something here. Nathan, yeah. you correct me if I'm wrong here on the oh, podcast. I love correcting. Or if if I'm wrong if you guys think I'm wrong, go down to the comments and say, Zach, you're wrong. Zach, you're wrong. Sorry, I just wanted you. to say that. It's very few times that you do that you get to. This is true. Anyway, but if you feel that I'm wrong most of the time, we misspeak. Go down to the comments. Say, correct us. Correct us. Put us on blast. Um, Ignore Matthew 18. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you can't. <laughs> or, or if you know us personally and may or may not have our phone, our contact info. Contact us. Yeah. Anyway. Like, like being contacted. Anyway. Unless it's text So, message. if I remember right, after, I think after they lose, after they re, uh, get Jesus from the temple, uh -huh. I think that's the last time Joseph is mentioned. If I remember right. Yes. As, I think that's, I think that's it. Yeah, Which, I think... Joseph is mentioned in regards to doing things, I should say. Yeah. Because he, he I, sorry, I say. It, it, in I, terms I of him wrong. being alive. In terms of him being alive. I was wrong a little bit. It, uh, Joseph is mentioned a couple of times yeah. as being recognized as Jesus's father when people are trying to discredit him. Is Like, isn't this the son of Joseph the carpenter? Mm -hmm. So Joseph, this is the, the last time Joseph is mentioned as having any part in the narrative we do right. not know what happened if he uh, died of natural causes or died in an act in some sort of carpentry accident carpentry carpentry related construction uh, like construction i mean it was building houses probably <laughs> probably um or we don't know if he was if he was just Faded, if he just faded off into the background, which I would doubt. I highly doubt. I think he actually died. There, are, there is, there are other mentions of Jesus's family, and Joseph is not included in that. It's always Mary and his brothers, right? Yeah. Wait, Mary's and his siblings. You know, going back to Mary again. I know, we, I know, I've talked about Mary a bunch. Who was there when Jesus died and came back? Mary. Mary was actually there. Mary, his mother, was there. I, right. People miss that. People like imagine being Mary. Right. Like, okay, who is it that Jesus said take care? Of? It was John, right? John. Right. John the Apostle. He said, "Hey, take care of my mom." Hey, mom. I don't think it was necessarily just for comfort's sake, guys. Right. Because Mary knew that he was gonna. If she knew all of the prophecy and everything, mm -hmm. she also knew he was coming back. And right. by the way. What we read in the Magnificat and what we read in everything else means the way that it's worded, she understands. Mary is never corrected by Jesus. Right. 
Like, that's something incredible. Well, Mary okay. is never corrected. Okay. To be fair, Mary is not corrected by Jesus. The only time he, he gets close to correcting her is, we mentioned the, the miracle of Jesus turning water into wine. Right. The only time he gets close to correcting her is she's she's egging him on uh, to, to do something, which implies that he probably... Appeased, appeased her, <laughs> appeased her, and may, he might have done. He might have turned water into wine at some point before. We don't know. <laughs> Let me put it this way: We do not know the end, all the events of Jesus's life. Yeah, we don't, because it skips from, uh, it skips from his birth to you know the wise men arriving, and right, right, them fleeing Egypt to him being lost in the temple for three days right. to basically to the beginning of his ministry. Right, right. So we got a time skip of two years, then a time skip of 10 years. Then he a time was grounded. Sk- yeah, then a, t- <laughs> then a time skip about, of roughly around, eight. I want to say 18 to 20 years. Right. When he's, till he's 30, and then he begins his ministry for three years. Right. So... We do not know. I'm just going to say there is a possibility that not all of Jesus' miracles were recorded in Scripture. Well, actually, it says that. You're right. um, I forget what book it is, but uh, if everything that was, I think it's Luke. um, If everything was recorded that was done, nobody would believe us. Um, But Mary had to know. Mary had to know that Jesus was going to rise again. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, she might have been sad and horrified at the horrors that Jesus was going through. But guys, right. she wasn't without hope. And if anything, she was the most hopeful out of all of them because right. the rest of them were all hiding and everything. And Mary was there in the upper room, by the way. Acts chapter 1. When when all these guys were cowering. You know, I'm reading well, it. Well, he looks that up. Um, if you want like a super detailed like accounting of like the horror, some of the horrors of Jesus, go watch, mm-hmm. go back to season one on Spotify, and we we kind of go through some of the horrors that Jesus oh, would have yeah. suffered that's on the right. cross. We did that episode. Hey, that, we got to the point where we can quote ourselves. That's our first Easter. Yeah. That's our first Easter episode. Which, by the way, Nathan mentioned it earlier, but Christmas. So this ep- this episode and Easter, yeah. which we have an episode of each so far. These these will be multi-year, multi-part, multi, multi-part uh, episodes, which means we're gonna keep. Once it comes Christmas and Easter time, we're gonna keep. We're gonna keep revisiting, revisiting, and all that junk. But yeah, we will try and have guests on to make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah, but we. <laughs> but we got a big enough couch now for it. Yeah, so. we got a big enough couch, but. It's going to be a figure eight of, hey, we're starting here. We'll go off to another topic, yep. another part of it for a little while. You know, could return here or go off to another part of the topic, blah, 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 blah. Anyway. So I got this Acts chapter one pulled up. Uh-huh. Uh, Acts chapter one, verse 12. <laughs> then re- they returned to. Ooh. My lungs are laughing. Bless yourself. <laughs> that's that's going to be a joke. That's going to be a joke for that's a long gonna time. That's going to be a t shirt. <laughs> 
go bless yourself. Uh, uh, it almost sounds like a like a curse or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, God be, bless you. Be, be, before before y'all get too excited about us having a T-shirt, uh, I'm just gonna cut it off, cut it off, nip it at the bud, and say, hey, patrons. Uh, we have Patreon. Go support us. Ding there. ding ding ding. And once we get a big enough, if we feel like one day we get a big enough following, then we'll release T-shirts. Maybe bless Ooh. yourself will be one of those T-shirts that you know. That would be a viral T-shirt. You know it would be. Yeah, it would be. But I'm just gonna say right now we are not. Have, we neither of us feel comfortable to be at that. Stage. We're not at the capability to. Uh, my lungs just like big time. Sorry. I think you just got a cough. It's probably from all those couches that are a hundred years old that we moved earlier we, today. We moved. We moved some stuff earlier today for the we church. Threw a bunch of stuff away, man. Anyway, but yeah, Mary. So Mary's here. Uh, Acts chapter one. Then they returned to Jerusalem. 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 In Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem. A Sabbath day's journey away, and when they had entered the city, they went up to the upper room where they were staying, and that is. Peter and John and James and Andrew and Philip and Thomas and Bartholomew and Matthew and James the son of Alphaeus and Simon the Zealot and Judas the son of James and not Judas Iscariot because he was already dead. And, um, and these all. What? I want to talk about Judas Iscariot so bad, but we just did. No, we don't. We we already had an episode on. We already had an episode. By the way, it's like two episodes, three episodes ago. Yeah, it was like two Something or three like episodes. That, yeah. Go go watch that. Go one. watch it. It's a good episode. Um, but. So one one thing on Judas Iscariot. I'm sorry. It's my turn to be Distractimus Prime. All right, just go for it, Distractimus. Anyway, but um, you know, after Judas Iscariot dies, he is never mentioned by Jesus ever. All. Ever. Yeah, Jesus left it. Not a good thing. Not a bad thing. Jesus just moved on. And so did the apostles. And obviously, they're like Judas is gone. So obviously the other Matthias. eleven. Uh, <coughs> obviously that, the other 11 were like hey we need a replacement Matthias boom we're done yeah like that, they actually addressed it very well like they didn't dwell yeah. on it they were just like alright Matthias we're done oh okay I, I don't know that casting glass was the best idea but you know well I, I mean it's happened multiple times anyway so um, verse 14 these are with all one mind with one, uh, sorry, these all with one mind were continuously devo- continually devoting themselves to prayer, along with the women, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brother, and with his brothers. Hold up, Mary was praying. Mary was praying, guys. What sorry, were, what was women that? was praying. What was that prayer like? Hey, son. <laughs> God, if you don't come back right now, I will go to that grave. And I will murder you. <laughs> like, if you don't come back here right now, you're in trouble. And yeah, there. Let's let me just say, y'all, there are portions of the scriptures that we find taken out of context are very. Hilarious. Oh, this was very taken out of context. Jesus has already ascended to heaven. <laughs> uh, context is key for reading the Bible properly, but some some scriptures. Out of context are very hilarious. That is why I'd say God has a sense of humor. <laughs> and you want to know something cool about this whole thing now, Zach? What? Mary's still around. Uh-huh. Acts chapters 1 and 2 happen in succession to each other. Mm-hmm. 
meaning they were straight through. Right. The chapter divisions does not mean that there was like a hundred years in between. No, that means it was just organized that way so we could read it better. But you see all of this. They they get Matthias. They pray and said, "You Lord know the hearts of men to show which one of these you have chosen." Da da ba da ba da blah, blah. They get Matthias, and when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all. They, including all the people from the previous passage, including the women, women were there too. They were all together in one place, and suddenly there came from a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting, and they appeared to them tongues as a fire distributing themselves, and they rested each on one of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. Mary was also speaking in tongues, guys. Now. Ain't that insane? Yeah. Now, let's make one thing clear. I believe there are some churches now that are using the gifts described in the Bible in the New Testament. Oh, you just made a new uh, podcast topic. Yeah. Boy, do I've got a theory there. Yeah. I. But I think you're not. You're gonna understand where I'm coming. Where I'm going mm-hmm. with this? There are some things described in the Bible, miracles in the Bible, in the New Testament in particular, that people are believing that are being done today, which I think aren't being done today. Now, I'm gonna make a couple things clear here. Uh-huh. Do I believe God can use any method to heal? Yes. Do I think he's doing miraculous healings like he like they did in the Bible? No. We agree, but I don't think I don't think we agree for the same reason. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm gonna use a term here. I'm uh-huh. not a cessationist. I'm not saying this. The, okay. The, the, so we agree for this. Okay. I, I'm not saying the the gifts have have ceased. I'm just saying. They are they are uh, they are being accomplished in different ways. This is probably a better. Uh, way yeah, to, I, I think to, I'm more on that boat. Yeah, especially now, given how First Corinthians twelve thirteen and fourteen read and right. Also, now, Revelation thir- is it Revelation thirteen? You get the I think two so. prophet dudes that rise from the dead and perform yeah. every single sign gift <laughs> after the Bible's written. Yeah, now, just an interesting tidbit. Just want to put that in there. No, <laughs> I cracked um, open a can of worms. That's a different episode for a different day. <laughs> yeah. Revelation is probably several episodes that will result in us saying we we won't we do not know how this will line up until it happens. Revelation, spiritual gifts. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. But I wanted to address speaking in tongues specifically. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I know. We gotta wrap it up. <laughs> uh, speaking in tongues, I I believe is probably. Like the most misused. I think it's abused. I think it's. I, I think it's the most misused and abused. And not even used properly. It's not even the, used. The way it's I not spiritual at all. The way I think the gift of tongues is used today is people have. There are people who are more adept in learning the different languages right now. Yes, I could get on board with that, especially They're, given how it's uh, in in Acts two. You get. All the crowd that gets together, uh, verse 7, they were amazed and astonished, saying, Why not are all these who are speaking Galileans, and how is it that we each hear them 
in our own language to which we were born. Parthians and Medes and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, Libya, Cyrene, Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. Let's think about at least three of the different languages that are going on at this time. You've got Greek, both ancient and Koine. Right. You've got Aramaic. Aramaic. Latin. You've got Latin. You've got Hebrew. There's five. Plus, and you've got all the dialects that are under them, which right. are mentioned by name in that passage, by right. the way. And they all heard in their own tongue, which means it's an actual language. Plus, Whoa, you mean Mary spoke actual multiple languages? Hmm. Hold on. Plus, there's record of of A. Philip speaking to an Ethiopian and Ethiopian and the Ethiopian understood him. Yes. Which means either the Ethiopian knew enough of the language that Philip was speaking or Philip was speaking freaking Ethiopian to the Ethiopian guy. That's insane. That's the only two options. And guess what? That's gonna be on a different episode. Right. <laughs> All right, yo. All right, now, guys. Now that I've got now we've gotten off the the, the tangent of we went off the deep end. Yeah. So, um, and and summary. Mary, yes, while set apart, while sanctified, to be as the mother of Jesus, was not. She the, was not holy. She was not holy. She was not the fourth member of the Godhead. Nope. Joseph was a and pretty sick dude, but yeah, maybe literally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah. even though Joseph is is not, well, even Joseph was not Jesus's mother, he was still the guy that helped in the raising of Jesus, helped Mary through, you know, a lot, the the labor pains and the you know the. Everything. The the nine months leading up to Jesus and everything. Yep. And yeah. So stay tuned for our next Christmas episode. Yes. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about. We're going to have to discuss that. It's going to happen. But Patreons. Patreon. Subscribe, like, hit the bell, share with your friends. If you liked it. Share, even if you don't like us, just share us because we're awesome. Um, God ordained it that we're awesome. I don't know about that. All right, bye. Bye. (laughs) Love y'all. Y'all are awesome. Most of the time.